Hello, and welcome to Scuttlebutt, the war movie review podcast. We're happy to have you with us as we take a look at films from the dawn of cinema to today. We aim to provide a raw and unapologetic review of each film's cinematography, historical accuracy, and delivery. In the process of analysis, certain details will be revealed. These spoilers are only divulged to ensure a fair assessment of each film. We head back to the Cold War this week with Fedor Bondarchuk's 2005 Soviet-Afghan war thriller, Ninth Company. Nate and Brian's convoy were jumped by the Muj on the way in tonight, <laughs> unfortunately or fortunately, depending on how you look at it. And uh, right now, it's the two mics. It's yep. Eminem. Just Eminem tonight, that's right. <laughs> yep. So, um, yeah, what'd you think? Well, um, yeah, I hadn't seen this movie. I don't. I, had, had you seen it before? Yep, I have once. Okay, yep. all right. Hadn't seen it before. Um, my God, dude, I am so sick of seeing this type of movie. Um, I, you know, like uh, that's just from the minute it started. I'm just I'm like, this is this is like standard war movie template. You know, like you have it, it's when I like I don't know halfway through. I'm like, this is gonna be Full Metal Jacket, the Soviet Afghan version. You know, and. Um, so yeah, that's just kind of my thoughts on it. I don't care if it's based on a true story or whatever, but uh, yeah, it, it has all of those points that you got to hit. You know, it's like okay, it's the it's the the reluctant hero's journey from the moment he got into the military through his basic training, which you know, of course, he's led by some you know kind of hard ass psycho. Um, then when he gets there and he meets the veterans who are you know he goes into their unit and then they teach him what's what, and you know then he starts to finally see what's what, and then he becomes a veteran. Um, the only difference with this one is that, uh, it's, I, I couldn't really pinpoint who the main character was. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yep. that at first I thought it was going to be the artist guy. Um, and I couldn't, I was confusing him with the guy they call Sparrow. I kept confusing those two together. I'm like, who the, the guy I could really tell who, who was, who, who, who it was, was the the kind of funny looking guy who was the sole survivor at the end. Um, that's uh that was the only guy I could really like, <laughs> you're like, which one are you talking about? Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, 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 the guy who um, he, he, he's the guy who, when he gets his head shaved, he holds the, the guy down and shaves his head at the, very Oh beginning. yeah. The, the yeah. Badass, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. 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 The one, he's the only one who survives. And uh, he was, I, I, he kind of, I guess becomes the main character, even though throughout the whole movie, he just seems like a side character. Um, and the artist guy or Sparrow, again, they were kind of interchanging with them. I thought the, yeah, that I thought those guys were the main characters. Um, but there really isn't a main character. And, uh, so, um, yeah, it was just like, all right, this is just your standard kind of war film. The only interesting or unique thing about it is that it's about the Soviet Afghan war. Um, and the only thing I can really say about that is that it's a much better Soviet Afghan war film than the beast. Um, yep. <laughs> I'd rather watch this than the beast, but, yeah. uh, I think that's what that movie was called. Um, yeah, it's the beast. Yep. The yep. beast. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but other than that, I mean, generic as fuck. I, uh, just, um, I, yeah, I was calling the, the beats as right before they were happening, you know? So yeah, man, what about you? <laughs> Yeah, it's, you know, <clears throat> a lot of the same is like I watched it probably, I don't know, over a decade ago, right? And it was like, I thought it was cool could be, because it was different. It was the Soviet-Afghan war. Right. I, I didn't know anything about that when I first watched it. 
Now I've learned a little bit from people who know a lot more about it than I do. And I'm like, oh, this is highly like cinematic and just highly like, like you said, very average. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's okay here. We have to do this. We have to do that and all that stuff. The character development sucks in my opinion. Like they're, they're again, I couldn't tell them apart. It's not because their names are different. It's because like, the one guy with the fucking um, the teeth, the one you were talking about, the badass guy, right? right? That shaved mm-hmm. guy's head. Um, okay, that's one guy that I could recognize, but then he faded into the rest of the guys, like as the film went on, and I'm yeah. like, okay. So, okay, it, it's the same fucking formula. You get these guys that are civilians. They go through basic training. They go to war. Whatever. It is the same fucking formula as most of their war films. Yep. And you're, you're correct on that. So that's basically my intro because it's <laughs> what else. That's what it say? is. Yeah. yeah. Like that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I messaged you at, right after I finished it, which, you know, when I was finished, I'm like, okay, thank God. But uh, when I finished it, I messaged you like, I feel like I just watched every fucking war film I've ever Exa- seen. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And, and so it's like, okay, <laughs> When they, when they were going through basic, right? We'll just mm-hmm. jump here and then we can jump around right. from here on out. But like, it's like when they were going through basic, one of the lines, I think I actually wrote this down. Mm. I did. Um, there was like this stupid fucking music <laughs> and almost directly ripped off lines from Full Metal, Full Metal Jacket. Like, you are all worthless here, whatever, but all that shit. It's like, because this film is from 2005, right? Yep. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that Full Metal Jacket had been out forever. It's a fucking culturally, like, in the world, like, everybody knows that film. Yep. When you're ripping lines off directly from that, and that wasn't the only time, by the way. Um, But as soon as I saw that or heard that, I was like, oh, my God. You just roll in your eyes. Yeah, we're, we're I going, We're going this. We're going this direction. You know, it's right. like, fuck. So, yeah, I mean, it's... <sighs> I get it. Basic training sucks for a lot of different militaries around the world. I get that. It's different. Yeah. Some are more harsh. Some are more like pussified, whatever, if you want to call it that. But like, Jesus Christ, have original lines. I know. Well, have, yeah, original lines, original scenarios. I mean, I don't know. The only thing that I really found was kind of unique in this, and I don't know how true this is, but like these guys would just straight up punch their their mm-hmm. soldiers and stuff like that. From what I've heard from like Eastern European, even post um, wall falling and everything, mm-hmm. um, Eastern European and Russian guys and like a lot of Asian countries is they'll they'll actually corporal punishment is a fucking standard. It's like it's like almost expected, right? When you're going through basic, if you fuck up, you get hit, you get beaten, you get punched. Um, it's not true in the United States military anymore as much as it was back in Viet- like the Vietnam era. But even then, compared to other countries, it's not like bad. And so I didn't have a problem with that in this. I don't know if it was over-exaggerated or like under. Yeah, but it's certainly there. It's depicted in a way that's kind of like, they don't depict it in a way that is shocking. They just kind of depict it as that's what it is, you know? Right, and that's that's why I, I, I'm leaning towards the uh, believable kind yeah, of factor. Yeah. Probably because so. yeah, because they they made it seem like oh this is just how it is this is you know it's like second they don't even think about it but um, but yeah uh, 
other than stuff like that, and again, I said, you know, okay, the fact that it concentrates on this this conflict, this time period and such, I guess that's unique, but I, in my opinion anyway, it doesn't really have anything interesting to say about it other than right. doesn't, well, war sure sucks, doesn't it? It's like, yeah, a million other war films have said that. And in my opinion, too, like it, it, it kind of it does a lot of the same shit as Full Metal Jacket. Right? Oh, yeah. That's it's kind of like this. It's like the wannabe Soviet like era, you know, yeah. I, I know it's 2005. It's not Soviet. It's Russian. But like it's like the Soviet era Full Metal Jacket or like getting these guys through basic, you know, boot camp, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And um, then they go to war and it's it's weird. It's not what they expected. And then oh, shit just gets completely fucked up at the end. And it's like, okay. Like you said, it's like every other war film imaginable. Yeah. I mean, you can just name I mean, there's, yeah, it's Full Metal Jacket. It's there's it has the same formula as, as We Were Soldiers. Uh, it has a lot of stuff. Yep. Pl- platoon in there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like a, I think, I think whoever made this or like, you know, the, the team that made this, Mm-hmm. They probably just watched a bunch of these American war films and were like, "We're going to do that with the Soviet Afghan war." That's what it seems like, yeah. Because it, right, it, it's if this was made in America, uh, at least people like us, if, if this was like about an American film, I think a lot of people would say, you know, this is just every other war film I've seen. But maybe, maybe in you know Eastern Europe, that sort of formula is not as prevalent. I don't know. I'm not. A, yeah, I don't know either. An expert on yeah, so or you know Eastern European cinema. Um, right. But that's just what I was picking up on. And, and I was calling it too, all these different things. Like there's the part where they're going through a village or something. And this guy, you know, it's, it's a big buildup. And then he comes out and he sees a child there and, oh, and he just walks away. And I'm just like, he's going to get shot. And then immediately, bam, he gets right. shot. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, yeah, it's like further down the line, but like, yeah, it's, it's definitely hundred percent. That's there's kind so of shit. It's that. like, but it's not, it's, it's, it's nothing like, completely shittily mm-hmm. but it's like it's not original the idea is not yeah. original that that's it yeah because because with all these things we're talking about like yes they are things that could and did happen in real life situations but it's all been done before and done the exact same way so it's like i'm not really on film yep. yeah on it, film. it's like yeah you gotta it's, figure out a way to do it differently i mean uh they even have you, you gotta have the fucking the, the female who the character goes off and you know sleeps with and shit like that it's, well this one it was yeah. a gangbang so it was a little bit a <laughs> little bit spicing things up <laughs> that is you know, true like, yeah this one was a little bit more on the uh on the five some uh you know aspect well ratio yeah five six seven, seven whoever because here's the thing is the scene ends and like two i think two or three of the guys no one of the guys finished for sure. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, like after that happened, like the whole, the whole entire like squad went through her. Like, That's true. Yeah. Besides the couple guys that abstained and <laughs> yeah. there was that whole thing of like the weird, like worship her. I'm like, yeah, but you're still going to fuck her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're like, stoned out so, of their minds in that scene. I get. Oh yeah. They're baked. They're drunk, you know? And yeah. so, yeah. Okay. That That's a very good point. But like, yeah, it was so, yeah, but this is, this is different in that respect because it is a gangbang. And then mm-hmm. like most films is like, oh, this one guy goes off and like there's this like love story. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I, I kind of, that was different. I will give it that. It's that was different. different. It's a bit different. Because it, it's not your typical shit. What would have been kind of interesting is if, uh, I don't know, like 
they they have this thing where they have this bond with her it seems like you know <laughs> she's she's all of their girlfriend it seemed and um well no but that yeah. that's kind of okay i think they actually did that because oh no i'm they, saying they said that every every dude in afghanistan has fucked this chick right yeah and they were just the next batch of dudes that were fucking this chick that's true and yeah. that's you know that's what i mean like so it is like yeah that's everyone's girlfriend who's a right. russian soldier who goes to Afghanistan because the one guy has got her tattooed on him when they get there. Remember that? Yep. Yeah, I do. And so, yeah, it's like, you know, Snow White, that's her nickname. Right. And as a filmmaker, I'm trying to find, like, think of different scenarios to do it differently. But like, I, it is, it is a a tad bit unique. You're right. Yeah. It's where it's, I think it does work. I think it does work. Even though like to me, I think, I think a lot of nudity, especially, well, not necessarily actually in this one. So I know this is like a scene about gang banging and like fucking and whatever, but like it actually is a cool thing, a unique thing I found about this film is I don't think it's overly gratuitous with the nudity and like the, the whole situation. It's just that one because scene. Because I do I think what? It's just that one scene from what I remember. Right, right, right. And so um with that scene too, it's like not like overly weird. Or I, yeah. I I say that now, but like if I would live fifty years ago, I'd probably think it's. But like, as far as being like from realism, I don't think it's that weird. And also, it's it's not like she's just. They're showing everybody taking their turn, right? They show they they show the idea, like you get the idea, and they do that weird like yeah worship her thing, mm-hmm. but it's they're all fucked up, like really fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Because they're going to Afghanistan tomorrow. You know, yeah, yeah, like they know that. And, and yeah, I think, I think, um, what you said is like kind of true is like, that's everybody in Afghanistan's girlfriend. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, like, yeah. If if she wants to do that, but oh my God, dude, like, you know, (laughs) to do that with that many people. Oh man. But like, she also had problems from, you know, whatever, like, yeah, you know, whatever, like they're all not in a good situation. That's right. Yeah. Just put it that way. And, but no, that, that, this part, like the nudity, like usually from like European and like, um, like, uh, Russian films and shit, I expect like hardcore, like really over the top nudity Mm -hmm. and like fucking and all that stuff. Really on display. Yeah. Yeah. But this one didn't do that. And I think it was done more tastefully than most films would have done Mm -hmm. that situation. So. I mean, it like it. Okay, could the film have been done without that scene? Yes, right. but I think it actually because while it's going on, like they're actually talking, and like the one guy admits he's like, "I'm fucking." It, it's scary, <laughs> you know. And like then you get into the talking. Yeah. While that whole thing's going on, like she's getting banged or whatever, and like or getting talked to, which is fine. But like, um, so I I do think it's relevant, and I do think the way they displayed that scene. Right. Was decent. Okay. I, no, because I it did, was different. Yeah. Yeah. It is different. I, um, I don't have any objection to that, but it, uh, other than just like, Oh, of course we have to have, you know, some, someone to go fuck. But I understand that like that does happen and it is done uniquely enough. I'll tell you something though, that, uh, the movie really, the, the, there's, there's some things in the movie that are like set up, but never paid off. Like strangely. Um, there's a, there's this part where the, the, drill instructor guy he takes mm-hmm. our artist artistic character aside and he's like uh can you do a picture of me without my wound on my face and he's like oh. yeah 
yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah, absolutely, I can. And then that just never comes up again. There's never like a scene where he 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 like presents him with the drawing or anything. But that's how it is in real life. Because like, okay, let, yeah, that's a good scene to dissect as well. So okay. again, we're shitting on the overall like whatever. Right. There were good scenes, and I think that's a good one as well to bring up and talk about. Okay. So what? So because it didn't have like a um a closing, basically, yeah. like it's set that, up and it's not paid off. That shit happens all the time in real life. And at that point, that was showing that that dude, the lieutenant, was still human. And he was at that point, because he had he had the cock that was made out of the 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 the, the explosives, right? Right, yep. And he should have just like ravaged this guy and punched him and beat him again, right? But he was just like, in that moment, that guy is still human. Mm-hmm. And he just had one of those moments where he's like, fuck, I'm never going to see this girl again. But... I want to do something nice for her. And he's just kind of like, okay, throw the cock behind him. Hey, can you do this? Yes. And he doesn't give a shit if it happens. But in that moment, I think he does. Mm -hmm. Like his character does. Like, as long as I know that somebody will do something so I can, you know, say I did something for her. Yeah. And like feel good about, you know, like just feeling a little bit better about your your situation, I guess, because then we get the scene, a couple scenes after that where he's going fucking nuts. Cause he can't go back to Afghanistan. Mm. Okay. Um, I, I hear what you're saying. And that is true in terms of like, you know, stuff like that. People ask for things or, you know, want things mm-hmm. and they don't happen. I just wish that would have been established a bit more rather than it's to me. Anyway, it seemed like the filmmaker just forgot about it. It's there's not like a scene when, you know, later, right before they leave or something, he's like, Oh, I was sorry. I wasn't able to get that done for you or something like that. You know, I, I, uh, I just something to acknowledge it because I was like, was there a deleted scene where we see the outcome of this? I, it was just a weird thing to put. I in know there. what you're getting at. So a yeah. lot of times I'll bitch about the same thing. Right. I think in this particular case, I think it was okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I know exactly what you're saying where there's no, like, it's just like, what the fuck you do? What it's the forgo- fuck is it the seems point like it's forgotten. Yeah. But I think it is actually relevant okay. just to show this, the, the lieutenant's like humanity because mm-hmm. you don't see it at all the rest of the film. Well, you, you, in a sense, you see it when he's flipping out and beating these guys when he can't go to Afghanistan. But like that is like the only hum, like the only time he's really showing um, his humanistic side right. is in that scene. And so I think it works mm-hmm. in that respect. I think like it's that fine. Makes sense? Yeah, no, yeah. I think it does work too. I just wish it would have, you know, come up again at some point rather than just being. Right now, I do actually like the fact that it didn't okay. because a lot of times that that just fucking, he has a conversation. A, he won't remember because he's fucking hammered. Mm-hmm. B, it just doesn't come to fruition because these guys are going to ask Krakistan <laughs> in two days and whenever it just gets forgotten about by them. Right. And like, you know, so whatever it's like, that's why I think that one works. So yeah, okay. but I do understand what you're saying as well. Right. Like, and that's yeah, it's I'm very. I think of some other examples because, excuse me, there was some stuff uh, that came up to where I'm just like, why is this even introduced? Um, yeah, it was it was funny when uh, they finally get to Afghanistan. I was just thinking like, are they gonna walk into like a hooch and there's gonna be a bunch of veterans there glaring at them? And that's exactly what happened. 
Well, it, it, I think, I mean, obviously you got the characters. Yeah. You know, for the film's sake. But I mean, that's usually how it goes, like with any military anywhere in the world, is like the guys oh, that have it. been there a while is like whatever. But they, they, I know what you're saying is like they immediately, mm-hmm. immediately, those characters, you know exactly who they are. And it's like over exaggerated. It's it, like, yeah. it, it's like, it's kind of a, um, a cartoon version of what you would think they're going to be walking into. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. As new guys. And it's all right there. And it's fucking bam, bam, bam. Yeah. Like yes. I say, I understand these things do happen in real life, but like, come on, movie. Like, can you do it a little differently this time? You know, rather than the way movies have done it a million times before. Right. It's <laughs> it, that, That's how you know the formula. Is that, yeah. You know, yeah, we were just talking about it. It's like, it's like bam, bam, bam. It's like, realistically, I think, like from what I've experienced and what I've known my friend's experience, is you walk in as a replacement, whether it's a bunch of you or just you, and everybody looks at you and goes, okay, and they go back to what they're doing. Yeah. And then one person will approach you and just be like, all right, come here. All right, here's how you fucking do this. Blah, blah, blah. Here's where you're sleeping. Here's your shit. Yep. Go fuck off. <laughs> yep. Got any questions? Ask me. That's it. That's, that's how I've known it in real life. Now, can that differ? Absolutely. But in this, in this, in these scenes, like that whole sequence, you're, you're correct. I think you're correct. It's like, it's a caricature. It's like, really, we know exactly what the fuck everyone's going to say, how they're going to look at them. And yeah, it's just fucking like, change it up. Make it interesting. Make it unique. That's right. Yeah. Just, well, have something interesting to say. I don't know. I don't know who the filmmaker is or what they've done before, but like, this must be something either based on a book or based on like his grandfather or something or not, his, not his grandfather, but like his father. Cause it wasn't that long ago. Um, I have no idea, but uh, yeah, I'm like, what, what is this? What is the point of this other than, Hey, being in, in the, in the Afghan war really sucks. You know, it really sucked. Like that's right. I, which is again a very universal idea that's conveyed through, Films from all eras, all wars, all countries. Yeah. Like that make them. And it's like, how are you going to be the one who makes something a little bit different? And again, there are some cool scenes in this film that make it a little bit different, but it, the majority of it's just the same cookie cutter kind of fucking, this is, you know, this is whoever. And like, so is war that boring and cookie cutter? Perhaps, but. I think it's the way like you, I felt like the conversation or I thought the conversation in this one was a little bit too like robotic and like uh cookie cutter kind of what you're saying with the scenes, like the, the conversation, the dialogue was very cookie cutter. And at times it was good. Yeah. Cause it, but it was like the way the actors were being told to d- deliver these lines was very like, this is how army guys talk. That's what it felt like. Yeah. It felt, right. uh, well, and at the same time, um, I'm not sure if this is if you'd classify this as an anti-war film or a pro-war film because they do tackle all these hardships of what war is and how you know bad it is to be wrapped up in this sort of thing. But at the same time, they make all of most of the guys look like badasses, and the battle concludes with them on top of the hill, ah, you know, and like you know we did it, you know, being heroic. So it's like, what is... Most of them are fucking dead, though. But yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's kind of like Hamburger Hill. Right. So there's another film we can throw into, like, the influences. Yeah, it's very like, much yeah, so. It's, it's, it's like Hamburger Hill, but for the Soviets, 
in Afghanistan at the very fucking tail end. Right. So this is 89. Yeah, yeah. But apparently, apparently this situation took place in 89. At the so very it's end, right yeah. before they're getting out, right? But they don't know that, obviously. And like, but, but my, yeah, it's like it, it's like a hamburger hill. At the end, they're all standing up there like, well, in this situation, they're like, yeah, woo. Mm-hmm. And Hamburger Hill, they're just sitting there, but it's the same scenario. It's yeah. Well, I thought of that one too, but uh, it's uh, I don't know. It just just in my my opinion, I just I'm like, are, are we supposed to like you know, are we supposed are we like glorifying the military or are we like condemning them? It's right, and so yeah. I actually do like that aspect because we're asked or we're we're questioning it. Okay, mm-hmm. and so it's not it's not clear cut, and I do like that. I respect that because I don't know either. That's the thing right. is like. Are they glorifying the Soviets or are they saying war fucking sucks and it's shitty mm-hmm. and it fucks over people that are involved? And so you don't know, you you have to make your you have to base your own opinion on what you saw versus what the movie is trying to tell you. What uh what's your opinion on what you saw then? I um I don't know. Okay. It's half of it it's like 50-50. It's like Half of it is like, oh, glory to Soviet, you know, motherland, right? I know Russians or whatever that know that. <laughs> I'm sorry I fucked that up, the pronunciation. They know what I'm you mean. an English speaker. But, um, and half of it, I'm like, oh, war sucks. And it just fucking kills everybody that's in it, whether they're living through it physically or not. It kills everyone. Okay. So I don't know. That's why right. it's that's th- kind of that my... part I do respect. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's kind of my point, though, is that I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed mm-hmm. to take from this, uh, you know, so it's, uh, that's why, for me so th- anyway, it's, that's like not, it's not clear. Yeah, that's not probably, that I think is different, mm. and that's why, it's not a totally shitty film. It's shitty in a lot of respects, and we'll get to that in a bit, don't don't worry, but yeah, I I don't know what the goal was, and I don't know what to think about it as far as, like, is this pro Soviet? Is this not? And you know, so I like that. I do. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Or like pro Soviet war and like you know, or <laughs> right. is war bad? Is war bad? So I guess I should have clarified. But um, yeah. So <laughs> I did think that uh, there was some good directing in it. I liked some of the way some of the scenes were filmed, and uh, mm-hmm. I yep. liked the the. As we talked about, you know, we usually talk about sets and stuff. The set was the setting looked really good. Um, I uh, at first the cinematography was really odd to me because it looked like a Hallmark movie. The uh, right when it first started, yeah, um, right. It looked it looks like kind of an a wannabe art house kind of like you know setting. It's like okay, well, (laughs) what are we doing here? And then and then it gets. A lot better. Yeah, yeah. As as it goes get closer to the war, like the cinematography, the look of everything gets better. But when it first started, like I feel, I felt mm-hmm. like I was watching like a Hallmark family movie just by the look of it. Everything is like really perfectly brightly lit, and it was uh, a little strange when it came to that. But um, I uh, there was some directing in it that I thought was pretty interesting. The what was kind of interesting also was that I don't know if the if this is accurate or not, but, uh, the, the Soviet soldiers themselves are, some of them are just like going out without any shirts on. And so a lot of them don't even have headgear. Um, they all kind of look like, you know, they're just 
grab whatever they want and then they 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 do that like it was very ununiform looking to me like when they were out actually in the battle scenes yeah i don't know enough about this war to comment but me neither i would assume if it's like any other war with any other country that when you're in the field and you're you're taking fire and giving fire some of those uniform regulations like kind of just don't matter and guys because it because they're in coast so this is like south of bagram it's it's like south and east of bagram Mm -hmm. so it's a pretty not it's like a desert really but it's like semi-arid all right we'll call it that yeah and it's really warm and I mean, guys are going to do what guys want to do to be comfortable as much as you can. Mm-hmm. So, but again, I, I I don't know, so I'm not going to go any further than that. But, like, I would assume that okay, paying your unit and all that shit, like, that could be a very real possibility. That, that was just what I thought. I was like, man, these guys, they're just kind of, like, grabbing whatever, you know? And some of them aren't even wearing helmets at all. Um, yeah. It, it well, is, those are hot as fuck, too. Like, that's to true, wear on, yeah. Oh, my God. That is cool, though, that... Uh, you know, that helmet uh, had been around that long, that helmet, that same one that's the same styles you see. Like, I know it's slightly different, but uh, it's basic. It has that basic same shape to it. Yeah. So there. So what's cool in this film is they were actually very accurate is like they would have been wearing mostly at that time. Guys that are going to Afghanistan would have gotten the SSH 68. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is the newer one that's got less of the droop on the side. Mm. It's more gradual. And whatever it's, and it also is bigger. Right. And it's got the rivets on the top to hold the liner in. Now they did have a lot of guys wearing the SSH forty, which is the World War Two version that was used, fucking still being used. Yeah. In some reserve units, um, and that was really cool too because that's what they would have been issued because they didn't, they weren't able to give all the guys the new, fendangled perfect helmet, you know, and. They did have that a lot in this film. And they had, they had, they had guys with um, SSH, which was called an SSH 60 mm-hmm. or 63, depending on the collector or whatever nerd you talk to. So it's a 40 shell with a 40 um, chin strap with the new liner to put a hat underneath it, a new Shanka, like the winter okay. hat. Yeah, yeah. And so that's why you see a lot of them wearing the hats underneath is because if you wear it without a hat, it's very loose unless you tighten up the drawstrings and everything. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's easier to wear it with a hat, and I did appreciate that in this film that they actually um, showed that. Okay. And they had two two different model or three different models of helmets. The colors were all wrong on the helmets, though. I'm like, what the fuck? Because the paint on them were like it was like very much darker and more glossy than the original paint on all three models that I just described, okay. like from the factory. Hmm. And I don't know why they would paint them darker in a combat setting like that. Right. Like where it's lighter colored and all that shit. But yeah. Interesting. Um, a lot of them were wearing like these sun hats that. Uh, that I, yeah. yeah. The, I don't know what the, I don't know what the fucking uh, Russian name, but yeah, mm-hmm. the boonie hats basically. Yep. Right. So that sort of stuff was kind of interesting because I am, am always fascinated by like Russian history and Russian military history, but I don't know. I, I, I know dick about it. Like, I don't know anything. Dude, it, it's once you get into that rabbit hole, if you actually get sucked into it, like a bunch of the Rusaboos mm-hmm. and the, the people like that, it it's like, it just, 
never fucking ends. Like, <laughs> it's a whole like nether world, you know? So it's like a whole other world well, to explore. Like, did you notice the camouflage uniform that their, their drill sergeant was wearing or their, their well, drill instructor? There's right? a number of different camouflage type things. Um, but, but what about the one he was wearing? Right. What about the one he was so, wearing? So yeah, that came out in like 1981. It's okay. It's called TTSKO. Right. And the older shit, like that's just two color, like the, the sweaters they were wearing mm-hmm. that was phased out by like 1978, but you could still get it. And then they probably, I don't know at all what pattern those sweaters were like the, whatever the, whatever the pullovers they call them. Um, but like, um, that material and that pattern would have been there and they could have custom ordered them and just gotten them. And that, that was, to my understanding, accurate to um, this war. Okay. It was like having all that shit in there. But most of the time, they'd have been wearing the khaki, right. the Afghanka uniform, you know? One thing that I they, I see it a lot in this, and I have seen in a ton of Soviet things, going back to World War II, um, are those those tank tops, those striped tank tops. Uh, yeah, and, and I don't know a lot about them, but I do know that that's they still issue those. They still wear those. Really? Huh. Yep. And um, they're some of them are different colors and all that stuff. But like, I don't know what the colors designate. I don't. I'm not yeah. going to claim to know that. But yeah, they still issue those. Interesting, because yeah, and that's just it's something. Like, it's I've, a very Russian thing. Yeah. yeah, I've seen those for forever. Like when it comes to Soviet military stuff, like I always see those. Um, yeah. Very interesting, but. Uh, so that stuff was, you know, all that stuff was kind of cool to see. But uh, and the seventy fours and shit, like yeah, the, the AK seventy fours, Bakelite magazines, and and stuff like that. And also the plum ones and the, like the fucking standard, like um, the hell they made, but yeah, like the polymer ones, and <clears throat> also the Afghans using that shit. It's like yeah, the Muj, whenever they could acquire something, they did, and that's very smart. So. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, so I mean, a lot of good production value. It's just the, the script, in my opinion, is is just kind of lacking in terms of what it's you know what it wants to say. It just it it's, again. It, there used to be this game on PC. I think it was called At the Movies or something. It was a PC game where you could create little movies, like little short films, on your computer, and uh, with you know characters and such. And this this to me, this to me seems like you grab the war movie template. You know, and then you plug in, you know, a number of things to go into it because it just follows the so many, so many tropes and beats from other war films that I'm, I'm like bored while I'm watching it. <laughs> so all those, this was based on an actual event that happened in 89. Mm-hmm. You can literally plug it in to any other fucking war movie like this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you're going to, if you're going to cover something like this, go into more detail and don't spend so much goddamn time on the fucking training and shit. Yeah, I mean that's like that's that's half of the movie is that. <laughs> it's, it's like Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, yeah, same kind of thing. It's half the fucking movie is the the training part, and it's like okay, that's fine, but people have seen that. Yeah, we've you know? seen it and before. It's like, I don't get anything new from this other than hey, it's the Soviets. Right, and it, which is it would have been awesome. Like mm-hmm. I, I would like to learn more through a film and like get intrigued to like do more research on an event that happened. But this is so, like you said, the script is so lame mm-hmm. 
the production value is there. Yeah, they. But there was a disconnect. Got a, they clearly got great shit to uh, to put in the movie, you know, and yeah, and they I got get, BMPs. Yeah, they got fucking T seventy twos. Awesome shit. Yeah, right. But there was a disconnect in the production value versus like, okay, here's <laughs> the script says, all right, let's do this, and the story just it it. it, it it fell short. It it didn't like. It wasn't like a complete fucking flop, mm-hmm. but it also wasn't great. And it could have been great. That's the thing, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, you're telling the story and like, because like you know the whole battle that they were trying to like convey lasted like twenty minutes. Yeah, it's not. It's. It, I always find it humorous when I see a movie that is, you know, it hangs its hat on a battle usually one that was real but there is like 45 minutes to an hour of build-up before that and it's like what is the movie about is it about that battle or is it about the people who just happen to be at that battle there you go yeah like yep. hacksaw ridge is same thing. like why is the movie even called yes. hacksaw ridge it's like it's only one little part of the movie takes place there you know right and it's like and the and the battle because of the build-up is so shittily done and rushed yeah that it's like well Pick one. Yeah, but did fucking yeah. Do go with a story, like rather than this. To me, it was like someone wanted to do a movie about that specific battle that's at the end. Well, we gotta write a war film about around that. Well, let's you know take things from other movies and do that rather than finding an interesting story within the actual story of the battle that they could do. You know, that's what I see. Yeah, narrowing it down mm-hmm. and like you know figuring out how can we do this and and. <sighs> I mean, don't get me wrong. So I didn't mind a lot of like the training and buildup, mm-hmm. even though a little bit, of, it was, it was kind of redundant at times, but yeah. okay. You got this guy that's actually been there, done that. Who's training the guys. They're learning lessons and all that shit, but that shit for, th- for the, uh, 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 content they delivered in this for that could have been way condensed down to like fucking less than 30 minutes. Oh Yeah. From start to finish. And then, okay, focus on, like, okay, they're jumping on the planes. They're going to Afghanistan. Okay? And, like, when they're at the airfield and those guys are leaving, and they're, like, he gives them a medallion and shit like that, and then they get shot down, basically, and they get fucked up. Yep. Yeah. That shit does happen, which has almost happened to me, which is fucking insane. Yeah. Um, Glad it didn't. But, like, (laughs) that, that would have been cool to, like, but they were all okay in in that scenario. They were just like, <laughs> just sitting there, standing staring there, like, in awe. Cock holsters are just, uh, 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 oh good. and like, no. In real life, they'd have been like, oh fuck, Go right? Get the fuck yeah. out of the way. Let's do. Let's, let's you know? Yeah, but and then also to just the cherry on top of the whole thing is that the plane, of course, runs into a bunch of fuel drums. You know, so it will. Blitz. They're just sitting on the tarmac. Yeah, yeah. like really. Really, like, movie? No. Like, <laughs> I mean, the Soviets were fucking dumb, but they weren't that retarded. Like, yeah, they 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 didn't value life as much, but they valued resources. So it's like, <laughs> well, oh, that's fucking Christ. That's I mean, that's something straight out of like a John Woo film, where you know something. Oh yeah, and is the, just there for an explosion. <laughs> going through two fucking barricades of fucking fuel. To, oh my god. Yeah. That, so that was like okay, this, this is getting this is getting way bad, and then yeah, it's like. And, oh, here's the thing too: is like some of the sound effects were actually really good. Like the 
a lot of the sound effects of the AK-74 sounded like they just recorded on very high quality um, um, recording devices at that point. Mm-hmm. An actual 74 being shook. It's this high-pitched, very high-pitched crack. Yeah. That's what a 74 sounds like. It's a very high-pitched pop slash crack. Yeah. It's as much of a crack as a 39. I've yeah. heard that sound before. Um, not in person, but like in in film footage and such and recordings of it. Um, yeah. However, the bullet ricochet sounds were stuck. I noticed that. Like I heard. And they were all over the place. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, that's I've not what those. this would sound like if it was. Yeah. Yeah. They were all, they were all very, that's the thing is like some of the sound effects were great. Were really good. But towards the end, especially I could really pick oh, them out. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it got, it got, it got rough. <laughs> um, like I just, but, um, I, I remember that, that I don't forget what that type of gun is called, but the guy who picks up the machine gun and he's shooting it. Um, the PKM. Yeah, yeah. Like the sound. That's effect. an M60 sound effect. Yeah. 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 The, the, the sound effect used for that is like, they use that in Forrest Gump for the, for the M60. Yep. They use it in, in video games. They use it in everything. It's like, yeah, God, you guys were doing so well, but like, I mean that, I don't know. Like it's, it, it it's, there's more bad than good in this film. Unfortunately, so yeah. It as far as sound effects. Now, visual effects. So they did from what I saw and you can disagree with me, let's discuss this. Okay. I saw a lot of practical effects. Not saying they're all good, but I saw a lot of practical effects. No, I what did. What did you see? I did too, and I was very impressed with a lot of the like the helicopters were all real. Uh, you know, those were mm-hmm. not CGI. Um I didn't see any CG explosions from what I can remember. They all looked practical to me as well. Yeah. So that was really they were good. they were very gasoline ridden. <laughs> yes, but they were actually on set. Right. <laughs> they were actually practical instead of CG. Yeah. Uh, there was some CG. Um, oh fuck! It, I think it was right after they got to Afghanistan. There was some CG for like two or three scenes mm. where it was horrifically shitty. I don't remember that. What happened? Oh no! It, it was it was the um it was. Okay, hold on. I actually. Are you thinking of something else? (laughs) No, I'm. uh, No, it's in this film, but like, um, because I was gonna say some of it was for the when the plane came back in, landed, and hit the gas tanks, but no, it was it was. Okay, it doesn't matter. We'll move on. (laughs) If it comes back to me, I'll let you know. I did. I just. I. I don't want to like say shit that doesn't. It's not accurate. Yeah, like, no, it's all good. There were there was like two or three scenes of CG effects that I saw in here. Okay. Like blatant CG. Okay. And if there was more, I couldn't see it or I didn't want to notice it. Uh, <clears throat> I, <laughs> I didn't spot it. But yeah. So One, yeah, I mean, practical effects are always better. Of course. We talked about this Absolutely. a lot. Absolutely. One thing, I don't know if this was true or if I was, you know, my brain was interpreting it differently, but... When the guys would fire the, the the Mujahideen would fire the RPG, it almost looked like there wasn't a warhead inside it, like there wasn't a rocket. No, they were they they were trying. To, I don't I don't know what the fuck that. It, let me pull up IMFDB. Yeah. Because because I it wasn't an RPG. Okay. Because I'm like illustrate. I think they were trying to make it look like a a law or a stinger. Okay. And I, um, let's see, Ninth Company. It's fucking the- not Campany Company. <laughs> One thing I've learned from th- from this movie and from the Beast is that the Soviets really love to booby trap everything with their grenades. 
Well, where do you think the Muj and all those guys learned that? Like, they did that in World War. Like the Soviets did that in World War Two, really? As well, mm. yeah. And it's fucking. Well, it's not just them. Like everybody does it. Yeah. Um, the the, the Americans usually don't do that to their dead, mm-hmm. but other countries do. Yeah. Like this guy. Like there was uh, a dead guy in this, and he he just does it. He, he threw a fucking a grenade, grenade on him. Yep. Yeah. Like damn, that's a uh, that's wicked. Oh yeah, he threw it under the uh, Muj guy. Yep. Who, yeah. Who gets shot in the back? Yeah. So, but even Americans, like I, I, I mean, it probably happens and does. You know, has happened in the past a lot. But like, I'm not saying it's inaccurate at all because whatever. I'm just trying to think of like, the American. Yeah. Oh okay. So the RPG 18. I've never heard of this fucking thing. I've, oh, that thing. That's the thing that looks I'll like the, that looks like the law, right? Yep. So I will share my screen right. to you. I'm sorry, guys. Nate's not here. We don't know how to work OBS. Can't get it to work right now. It was whatever. They got hit. Their combo got hit. <laughs> we we don't have any fucking choice. So yeah, we're um, what we got. All right. So yeah, the RPG 18. There it is. I've literally never seen this or heard of this before. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's pro- it's it's literally a copy of the law. Okay. Is the RPG list of the, of course it is, but is it above? Yeah, right there. Oh, yeah, do I'm almost down to the bottom. Okay. So, but yeah, trust me, I, I scrolled through this and I was like, that's why I was sitting there going, what the fuck? Where is it? Mm-hmm. So, okay. Um, yeah, the RPG or the whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. The seven, but like there's whatever. Um, yeah, the helmets are the wrong color. Some <laughs> of the wrong color. Should they be more of like a sand color or something? No, they're more of, um, they're more of like a light green. Kind of like I mean, an olive, can... maybe? No, it's it's a... I mean, I'll grab my SH-40 really quick. Please. All right. It's more like this color. Oh, okay. Versus that kind of darker. And it's not glossy. You see that? It's like a matte finish. Yeah, definitely matte. So, yeah, it's... The, the 68s were painted pretty much the same color. They might have been a little bit more glossy, but not as glossy as they are in the films. So, all right, we'll go back to the... Uh, well, we have this up when we get there. Yeah, I'm going to go so. to the top. Overall, like, I'm trying to think of other scenes that were okay. Like, it was just, oh, you meet the rough commander, you meet these guys, and... Also, the medic didn't fucking perform medical attention on anybody that I saw. <laughs> that, that, uh... The, guy, the, the Siberian guy? Yeah, yeah, he, um... No, I don't. Yeah, because I remember they were referring to him as medic. No, there wasn't one time where he was not one fucking time. It's like you're a great fucking medic. Yeah, great. I get hit. You don't give a shit. You just keep firing. There might have been like a deleted scene where he does something, but they had to get rid of it. But still, like if (laughs) if you're gonna introduce him as like the medic, like fucking have him doing shit. I agree. I agree. Jesus Christ. But yeah, it's <laughs> That's why I say yes, you pay off shit when you set it up. Yeah, and as far as like the overall like the directing, I I don't think it was like directed poorly. Mm-hmm. It could have been better, but you can say about every film, but like I think and the acting a lot of the actors sucked. Yeah, it's and that might be why there wasn't uh, <laughs> why there wasn't a strong character to grab hold of. Um, 
That's right. where I think I would I would dog the director there. It's like okay, you, right? Because it's it's intertwined. Yeah, yes. yeah. It's like okay, you need to have like a character to 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 pull the story along, and there really isn't one. There's a it's there's a multitude of characters, but there is they're all just kind of like okay, that's the asshole. This one's the artist. This guy's the tough guy. Well, and then yeah. every time you get like kind of used to a group of dudes. Uh-huh. Then it's like, okay, they're in a new setting that you have to introduce the new characters that you're supposed to care about. Yeah. And like they have their own personality and shit. It's like that. So that that is the director's fault. Yes, it is, yeah. Now that I'm thinking and about it. It's so, like, yes. That's where you really need to, as a storyteller, try and hone in on something. Or if, yes. yeah, if you want to do just an overall like ensemble of a certain like event that happened, you need to do it differently. But, um, yep. So yeah, that's 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 where I was just you know the the whole um, formulaic way it's done you know that's obviously a, a criticism but yeah the characters are pretty much non-existent it's it's uh, it's hard to grab hold of any of them they're all very one dimensional yeah absolutely in my opinion like besides the guy that's a painter who I still don't even know his fucking name yeah like, I don't remember it was said but like it's like oh you're the painter <laughs> yeah okay that's that's like a fucking a description of a of a character. Yeah, not that's character. that's not the character. And so, is that intentional? Like, are we not supposed to care about the characters at all because they all were just kind of like thrown to the meat grinder? Uh, that's like an abstract hipster way to look at yeah, it. But like, bold choice if they wanted to do that, I guess. Like, correct. Yeah. And like, but it, I don't. I don't. I don't. The rest of the vibe of the film doesn't hit me as like a, a piece that's supposed to do that and yeah no it's, it's, it's weird but like it's done as more as a personal story but there really is no one to grab hold to for that exactly it's not like how with it's like with das boat you have the war correspondent that's the myth the i was just gonna say like yeah. whose diary is this from yeah exactly you know like well there is none there is none <laughs> this at the very end the sole survivor who was like the badass he's the one who gives some little narration at the end but there is none before that <laughs> yeah but it's just like it's also talking about the macro level history of it yep it's, like, oh, it's not even like, yeah, they were, they were wiped out. They were, they were whatever the, the war ended here. And then they just all went back and some guys defected and some guys still live there. Yeah. Okay. That's macro level shit. I guess I'm supposed to give a shit. Yeah. That's what I give. Like, that's what I think of when I hear something like that. Like, okay, right. I guess I'm supposed to care even though I really yeah. don't <laughs> like what. Okay. But <laughs> yeah, it just fucking like, so that overall, like it wasn't directed shittily because there were great scenes it was done like the producers and everybody on set Mm -hmm. did a good job of making a well or like um an easily digested movie Mm -hmm. right and if you don't know a fucking thing about this it's probably better (laughs) yeah that's that's the that's what you could say about it uh about the but like if you if you if you know about a little bit about filmmaking, which I still, I don't think I know a lot, but I know a lot more than a lot of people who consume content. Yes. And it's like, oh, so I can spot shit. Okay. Here's this. Here's that. Okay. And I think if I didn't have that, which I didn't 10 years ago when I watched this or whatever around 10 years ago, yep. and I thought it was better than it is now. Kind of like we were talking about the other night of uh, Stalingrad. Yeah. I thought it was a lot better back in the day than it than I do now. Now that you have that hindsight, it's, yeah. 
Right. It's still a great film. I, I fucking recommend it to anyone. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. I don't know when this is going to be released, but like we did Stalingrad 1993 at the end of 2023. And I love that movie. Um, but it didn't get as high of a score as I thought. It, I thought I was going to give myself that. Yeah, but then you saw it. Right. That's that's what I mean. Like I, I thought I was going to give myself or uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I thought I was going to myself, comma, give that a higher score than I did mm-hmm. because I was basing that on what I had seen like 10, 12 years ago. Yep. And it lost a little bit because of what I know now. Yeah. I do that a lot actually. Like I'll have seen something when I was younger and then watch it again. I'm like, Oh wow. Now I have this perspective yes. on it. Yeah. Yep. So. And the history and, and a little bit of filmmaking, all that shit. And it's like this film, I think, I honestly think like, as far as the, um, like the actual shooting itself, like when they were on set and they did that, I thought that was stronger than the overall, like, um, the writing, you know, all that stuff. I thought that was stronger than the whole fucking story in general. I agree. Like, does that make sense? I, yeah, I think I know what you're saying. Um, is that, uh, well, elaborate a bit more. What do you? What are you saying? So I, I think I think it looked a lot. It looked a lot different on the script than it did. Oh, I and like see in what the plans saying. and everything yeah. before it actually went here. But when it was actually being shot, it was done. Everybody that was doing the shooting, everybody that was involved with that, yeah. did a fucking phenomenal job. I, I I don't have really any problems except for like that two or three scenes of CGI. With the actual shooting and the the the, the cinematography, yeah. the direction on set, but I think it looked a lot different on paper to everyone than it actually turned out to be. Right. Yeah, I, I've thought a lot about that when it comes, and I've actually even witnessed it a number of times where a movie that you've seen a lot, and then you track down the original script of it, and you're like, "Wow, this was changed a lot when they made it." Um, that could be the case for this movie. I don't, I'm not too sure, but. Um, Maybe the script was one thing originally, and the, because of the director, uh, it changed throughout as they were making it. That happens, you know. Well, but times. even even if it didn't change, mm-hmm. I think I think in this case, it it might have looked and felt different than it actually turned out to be. Yeah. Uh, whether it's the actors and like whatever, like doing. I mean, doing a table read is one thing, but like actually going and interacting with the other people in real life yep. in costume on set is different, and I think that's a big reason this thing fell short in my opinion is like, I think it, it was like a, an idea and a fucking big image. Yeah. And it was like, Oh, this is fucking awesome. Everybody's on board. And then you get to shooting it. And you're like, Oh, the writing's not as strong, but we can't really, how do we, how do we fix it? We no, to, we can't. We have to work with what we got. Yeah. Cause it's so intertwined. And it's like, well, if we change one thing, we have to change 10. Okay. We can't do that. And so, that's kind of like as the, you know, what I've known about filmmaking in the past couple of years, that's what I'm saying is like, it's not a fucking horse shit movie, mm-hmm. but I think it had a lot more potential. It could have, and I think it would have started back before the the shooting even happened. Yeah, uh, probably I so. Think at, in, in pre, I think they could have done some things, but again, I don't know. I don't understand, um, you know, kind of Russian filmmaking either. So. Yeah, and that's that's why I said earlier when we were talking about the tropes and such. I'm like, but who knows? Maybe in Eastern Europe, Europe those tropes aren't as 
prevalent. I'm not sure. So. Right. And who knows? But yeah. yeah, that that's that's really the only comment like macro level of the film. Yeah. That I think it just fell way short of what it could have been. Yeah. Do we want to so. do the IMFTB and yep. then do our final Let's thoughts? Do IMFTB. And cool. yes, you guys are going to um, have to just bear with us. And if you want to follow along by yourself. I think Nate said he, he could insert um, like his own video of it or something. Like he would take maybe. it later. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. If you're that lucky, you'll see the results in the fruits of the happening. Jim Leahy <laughs> quote. Um, anyway, so we're going to start here on the top. AK-74. There's a wicked scope on that thing. Yeah, the NSPU. Mm-hmm. That's a big motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, they're not practical. Like, a 74 is a light rifle. Mm-hmm. Air or carbine, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But uh, that thing makes it just fucking insane. <laughs> um, yeah, so Ahmed. Were there any 47s in this, or were they all 74s? I didn't see a 47. And you would have okay. usually, so interesting. But uh, the AKS, yeah, with the folding stock, um, the bayonet type or type two, type three actually. They kept calling them paratroopers in the movie too. Is that uh, even though we never see them doing parachuter paratrooper training or anything like that? Well, there's so it's the equivalent of like so you train the eighty second airborne to whatever do whatever they're like a rapid deployment force they do jumps in training and then they actually don't do jumps they just get yeah like shipped over there and then i get they it just yeah whatever so that's i think they were just like refilling it's like replacements basically okay yeah because so. they kept calling them that but i'm like I, there's mm. nothing about them that screams paratrooper i didn't know if right and he's wearing a blue beret okay. right there uh-huh um, so that's, that's a pair of the, the, the paratroopers in, um, Russia wear blue berets. Okay. Like the paratroopers here wear mar- maroon ones. Okay. Um, so, but like, yeah, I think they were just like replacements and especially in 80, like 88 or 89, like it's, mm-hmm. yep. The SVD. Yep. Um, so like, um, Paul was talking about in his video about, snipers versus uh, designated marksman right yeah this was a really good presentation of that okay of like you get the guy that's a really good shot and you give him a rifle that is good out to about six to eight hundred yards like with with more point accuracy than area than like a a regular like 74 or whatever Mm mm-hmm that's what most people who have optic weapons are going to be is like DMRs. Okay. Not, not like a, designated rifleman. not yeah. like a sniper though, going to do sniper right. missions. Yeah. Nope. They're not stalking. They're not doing it. <coughs> so they gave him that. And, um, cause yeah, you see him right here. Yeah. He's in, he's in combat and he's just like, okay, I can see that guy and I'm just going to fucking nail him. We still have those a lot in the U.S. military. Like most of the guys that you see with optic weapons mm-hmm. are what's called um, designated unit marksman, mm-hmm. and unit could be company level on up. Sniper, you have to go to school for that, and that's like where it, it gets into like stalking and like knowing the terrain and like knowing you know you basically shit yourself for however many <laughs> days you have to you be have out to there sit and in stuff. the same spot. Yeah, yeah, that's that's where the difference is, and. The marksmanship training on a sniper is going to be a lot more in depth than 
um, a unit marksman. Right. But you're still going to give like a weapon like an SVD to a unit marksman. Yeah. You know? Um, that was well done. Because, yeah, I think that was well done. Um, yeah, the PKM, one of the best machine guns ever made. Mm. The barrel is bent on that guy's gun, and he's like trying yep. to sight it. <laughs> so I think I think I think the portrayal was very cinematic, because like even though even though they alluded to it, and they said yeah the 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 armor probably like traded it for some shit to the Afghans, which he probably did. They'd still be able to get a fucking new barrel. Yeah, because the barrels like like we were talking about earlier is like each machine gunner has got three to four barrels. If their supply line is that fucked, which it could have been in 89, mm-hmm. maybe they didn't have barrels. But also that that barrel is not going to last long at all. That is, it. That is dramatically <laughs> bent. Yeah. I was just going <laughs> to say like dramatically bent like that. So that was, I think that was more for like cinematic kind of like, all oh, these guys are so fucked and they're just, they have nothing. Yeah. But I, I don't think that's it's totally gonna be realistic. that bad. Yeah. 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 All right. Some more. Shots the PKM. Yep. Oh, the PKT. Yeah. Mm. That's a very fucking heavy, a heavy light machine gun. I would call it. Where is it on the tank? I can't see it. Is it? Well, no. It's it's it's. Oh, it's like in it's the like tank. A, it, yeah, it's like right here. Oh, okay. The the fire the fire and shit is like fucking stupid. It's retarded. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, they would have had those. Uh, the RPK seventy four. Yep, definitely. That's like the modern equivalent, of like the saw. Mm-hmm. Cool. The KPVT. What the fuck is this? Something on one of those armored cars or something. Oh yeah, it's on the uh, the um, yeah the, the BMPs. I did like uh, BDRMs. Rather. Going back to practical effects, when they're getting ambushed, and you see one of the turrets of the one of those things blow off. Oh yeah, 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 that was that was good. that was well done. Yeah, yeah, because it just it just it wasn't like this huge, right? It yeah. was like you saw the magazine get hit, and then it was like the turret just went with smoke. Yeah, popped off, started tumbling, and then popped off, and it was yeah, yeah. They, so that's what I mean. Like there was a lot of good shit that was done in this film. It's just the fucking <laughs> the story just sucks. It, yeah, the NSV. So that's twelve sevens. So that's that's kind of like a fucking um, dishka, but it's not. Okay, it's a big son of a bitch. But, yeah, it's a, it basically it's a, it's an M two. Okay, it's a the 50. equivalent of the M two, right? Yep, a twelve seven by one hundred seven. So a, 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 a US fifty fires a twelve seven by ninety nine, mm-hmm. and this fires a twelve seven by one hundred seven. Okay, they're bigger, they're a little bit they're shaped differently and all that shit. But it's it's yeah, essentially a fifty cal. So they've got that up there. That guy's humping it. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> that really sucks. Yeah, because those things are fucking heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Vehicles. So the Grashev Shipanov GS32. Thing mounted on a helicopter. Yeah. So 30 millimeter cannon is that that that's pumping out some major hurt. Mm-hmm. They've got yeah on the on the um the BMPs. Yep. They have those as well. Yep. Very cool. Yeah, the ZU-23. Also something you don't want to run into. <laughs> a fucking nasty gun. Anti-aircraft gun? Anti-everything. It's, it's basically like the, the Flak 38. Like okay. the, um, the, the, the 20 millimeter. The 20 mil, yeah. Yep. It was 23, but like, yeah, it's very similar 
shaped and sized cartridges. Mm-hmm. You just don't want to fuck with it. It's anti-everything. Um, what the hell is that? I have no... Oh, that's the automatic grenade launcher. That's like the Mark 19 of the Oh, Sunrise. okay. Lobs a bunch of those. If I... If I if, if I'm incorrect, I know all the Soviet booze will be fucking <laughs> destroying me in the comments, but that's fine. But I'm pretty sure that's what this is. Okay. The AGS-17 Plumia. Cool. He's got the drone on the side and all that shit. Yeah, it's short. Yeah, it's a grenade launcher. So, GB-25. That's basically our version or their version of the, like the 203. Yeah, I don't see a lot of they those. They still though. they still use it. Uh, There's a couple of them in the film. Okay. And they're loading them because you load them from the front. Like the 203, you load from the back, like a, uh, a, a pump a- or a slide action shotgun. Yeah. But these, yeah, you, like you see that picture right there. They yeah. load them from the front. <laughs> he just casually fires it Boom. when they're sitting there. <laughs> well, that's how you fire them. Like right. you just angle them and you use gas. The RPG 7, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking. Nice rip off of the Panzerfaust, but also highly effective against everything. There's a reason armor. why it's a rip off. And, oh yeah, <laughs> and it's fucking amazing. Uh, yeah, the RPG eighteen we were talking about earlier. I had never seen that, so yeah, it's the yeah, it's basically the M seventy two just cloned F one hand grenade. Yep, RGD five. Yep. Oh yeah, it's definitely just keep rolling down there. Yep, for sure. Yeah. That was cool also. Like, you know, you learn some things about different uh, phrases and such. Like, they call the the, the Mujahideen ghosts. Mm-hmm. You know? And, yeah, it's understandable why. It's just cool, though, that, you know, everyone has their nickname for certain enemies. And a tank grenade. Yeah, it's magnetic. Uh, oh, yeah, this was really cool to see, actually. The, the little mine, yeah. They just popped Yep, because it. they would drop these from planes. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. So they drop them like uh, that's why they're shaped that way with the wings and shit. Mm. They drop them from planes or helicopters, mostly planes, and yeah, like they're they'll take your fucking they'll take your lower leg off and, and you're done. And, you're out of the fight. And that's their only purpose. Yeah, it's it's an anti personnel mine. Yep. Nice. It's and the Germans use that. We use a similar thing like that. Um, but yeah, they're they're fucking annoying and just like yeah, you step on them, you're fucked. Cool. Decent sized page. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of shit going on there. So, but, all right. What are our closing thoughts? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Um, I guess I'll go. Um, But, uh, so yeah, as I've said, you know, I, uh, I was just the whole time just picking out all the different things I've seen in other war films. And I'm just like, really? We're doing this? Okay. And very unimpressed by that. But, you know, it does have a number of things. The production level is very high. And, um, you know, there's a lot of really cool stuff to see in terms of, you know, military weaponry and how certain, you know, situations would be depicted. Um, And, of course, it does focus on something that is not focused on much in war films, you know, the Soviet-Afghan War. Not too many that, you know, you see here in the West anyway that are available in the West. And... um, but uh, yeah, just I couldn't get over the um, the the horrible way it was written and all that, and and uh, just the the tropes and all that, and the fact that it's taking stuff from so many different movies and you know just doing it again. So I think I'm gonna give it a probably a four point 
six out of ten. Yeah. Four point six. Four point six. All right. Let me. Uh, I'm trying to look up the budget, and I know what they made, but I'm trying to look at the budget. Mm. Okay, so this film actually did. It, the budget was nine point five million, mm-hmm. apparently, and the box office was twenty six point one. Okay, so it did well. It made money. Yep. But again, we we reviewed films that were way worse than this. Yes. That made a lot more. That's so, true. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So I'm I'm on the same page. Like, I I think. I would like to see a Soviet Afghan war film that's done not as cinematically, mm-hmm. I guess. And it's like, I want to see something that's more raw and it just shows kind of like what these guys went through. Cause that was a f- completely fucked yeah. uh, war. Like the, the, that actually contributed to the fall of the Soviet union. It was so fucked. Right. Right. And they bankrupted them and, we tried to do it 30 years later or 20 years later, but like, uh, yes, the production value was good. I, I liked it for, for do do it for filming this with 9.5 million. That's impressive. I was going to say, right? yeah, like for you said that, but like, Oh wow. That's, that's pretty good for, for everything they have in this movie. Cause that the, the actual, like the cinematography and shits, I would say it's like a 20 to $30 million. Like that's what I was estimating. Yeah. Very good. But yeah, the storyline was just, fucking awful the 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 like and, and at certain points they were trying to do like the art house like the the hipster kind of fucking like thing and it and then they would they went back to like a normal film but the writing sucked and whatever so it was like it did it just didn't work um a lot of good details and like the the uniforms or not i, I don't want to say the uniforms because i actually don't fucking know but the the firearms and uh whatever it's done well but <clears throat> For that, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's people listening right now who are like, No, no, they got this wrong. <laughs> I don't know. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna actually factor that into the score. Yeah. But I'm gonna say um this gets a solid four eight from me. Okay, so barely above me. Right, but like still on the same kind of uh and again, we're comparing this to films that are fucking good, really good and really bad. Yeah. It gets a four eight. I would not really recommend this for like for the purpose of learning about the Soviet Afghan war. If you want to, like Brian always says, if you want to get a six pack with your buddy on a Tuesday or a Thursday (laughs) and just watch something, maybe it's kind of in that realm, but like, it's a little bit, it's borderline below that. And it's like, it'll appeal to nerds. Like, you know, you and me and like everybody that does this podcast but it's still like it just falls way short on a bunch of other shit. And I know it made money, and that's good. Good for them. Yeah. Bless their hearts. <laughs> but um yeah, it just it's a four eight. So have been better. let me let me see really quick. Let me do the math. Brian usually does this a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. All right. So we've got a so <clears throat> punching the numbers into the uh computer that's gonna tell us whether the Soviets will actually get the fuck out of Afghanistan <laughs> in eighty nine. We've got a score of 4.7. Okay. Scream Mel Gibson's for Nate because he's not here. Um, out of 10. So, again, not like, not great. Mm-hmm. But not But terrible. if you want to see, see a lot of cool shit, 
and just don't give a fuck about the storyline or any of the characters or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd see some chick get gang banged. Cool. You'd see a bunch of cool hind helicopters flying around. You'd see a bunch of cool explosions. Some mooge get smoked mm-hmm. and smoking some Soviets. Cool. Without the sound on. But like, <laughs> other than that, it's Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, yeah. Four seven. Not great. <laughs> Yeah, not, not great. as as they say in Chernobyl, not great, not terrible. You know, we're going uh, with, with with the Soviets. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll just yeah, yeah. And the one guy, yeah, he's the Ukrainian. Yeah, I know there was the animosity, but my God, English speaking people don't give a fuck about that, nor are they going to know about that. <laughs> yeah, you got to do that. So. Um, oh, we should do a. The sticker trivia thing too that Brian. Oh fuck! I forgot. You, I totally forgot. Yeah. That. Okay. Do you want me to do it? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So sticker trivia this week. Uh, okay, it's here. This week's sticker trivia has to deal with Soviet air power and two famous Cold War Soviet helicopters, the Hip and the Hind. Which of these is the famous dedicated gunship? The first one to message the yeah the first one to message the scuttlebutt when we podcast on Facebook with the correct answer. Wins a sticker from our illustrious Brian, who was unfortunately hit with Nathan by an IED. They're both from the moves. They're both casualties tonight. <laughs> yeah, and they're they were only wearing the uh, the the fucking boonie hats, like the whatever the fucking call <laughs> the, them. the so sun hats. They didn't wear in their they didn't wear in their dark painted helmets. They would have fucking probably made it here, but they just <laughs> couldn't do that. Couldn't bring themselves to do that. So. Um, yeah, so, all right, there's the, uh, sticker trivia. Yep. So until next time, uh, get fucked, I guess. I don't know what to say for the, for the, the clips. That's a good way to end it, actually. <laughs> I don't know what to so say. So Mike A told you, you all to get fucked. Yeah, that's, that's, so that's my thing. The movie is a, is a 4.6, get fucked. Seven. Yep. But yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll. Catch you next time. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to leave a rating. Otherwise, Mel Gibson won't stop screaming. If you like this content, make sure to check out our Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram pages. If you want to directly support our work, make sure to check out our Patreon. All these links are in the description below. Until the next time, Scuttlebutt out.